Well, so glad that you are here today, and I want to give us some instruction because we're doing something different for this season. Now, this season is called the season of Lent, and it is a time that the church has always used uh, at, for uh, an intentional allowing of the Holy Spirit to look within us. So over the next few weeks, until we get to April 12th, which is uh, Easter Sunday and we celebrate the resurrection, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. And last Sunday we talked about there will be some things that we refrain from out of love for God. And there will be some actions that we participate in in order to open our hearts more to what God wants to do in us. So we will be restraining. That means we're going to be doing a little bit of a different format. Really what a lot of this looks like is we're going to be giving up music in some form for Lent. So if you're a guest here and you wanted to come and check out what kind of music we do, you'll have to wait for Easter. But we hope that you will come on this retreat experience. That's what we're calling this time. We're calling it, it's not something that we can all get away to a retreat center to do. We're bringing that here among us and we're going to do this over the next five weeks together or six weeks together. And so I want to encourage you to be a part of that. So one thing we're restraining from is worship. So if you're a person who just loves the music portion, this is your Lent. We're inviting you to give up and say there is more to worship than just music. And we're inviting you to try something different, to allow the Holy Spirit to maybe work in your life and see that God can work in your life on top of music or outside of music. Um, what we're going to do and add some of these things in that we're going to spend a lot of time here with is we're going to, we're going to do a devotional together. So right now, I hear there's some backup, and some of you are just getting the devotional. Probably the quickest way, if you have a smartphone, is to download the Kindle app or the Nook app, and you can download this book directly to your phone, to your tablet, to your Kindle, to your uh, Kindle, uh, your, your what is the other thing, the Barnes & Noble, the Nook. Uh, you can do that right away and get this and join us. We started on Ash Wednesday this past uh, Wednesday. But you can catch up and be a part of this. This is uh, done by our uh, General Superintendent Emeritus, Jess Mittendorf, and our chaplain from Mount Vernon Nazarene University, uh, Stephanie Dernis lobdell And so you'll want to be uh, a part of that. You can read this every day. There will be scriptures for you to read, so we'll be reading those all together and a small daily devotional for you to enjoy and be a part of. So you can make that a part of family devotions, however you want to do that. That's one thing that we will do. On our Sunday services, we will be reading a lot of Scripture. I hope that's okay. The Bible is our guide. It, it tells us and points us to Jesus. And, uh, and we're going to do that today. And today, uh, our theme is sin. Because we're allowing the Holy Spirit to look. And so you're going to hear the story of, of sin and how that went from just a garden out into humanity, how the hum, human beings failed the test, and yet how Jesus passed the test as a human being uh, connected to God and then sets us free. And then we will celebrate when we read the psalm, uh, hearing what joy there is in the person whose sins have been forgiven. And that will lead us into prayer. It will be a beautiful time of reading Scripture. We'll be doing this each week. We will be spending some time in prayer. 
And that's going to be important. We want to encourage you. I'm going to try and do a little bit of teaching on some things of prayer that can uh, maybe you haven't tried and you feel uncomfortable with prayer. This is our time to practice. That's what retreats are for. We'll spend some time listening for God's voice. That means, I know that sounds strange, but you'll hear the Scripture, and then you're going to have some time to do some listening. What is God saying to you out of the Scripture? What is God calling you to out of the Scripture? So we'll do that. And then we're going to be doing some journaling. Your ushers, have, you may not have noticed the table on the way in that said there are free journals. Your church board members and some of you have, have bought journals and brought them. And so if you would like a journal, you're going to need it, and you're going to want to bring it every Sunday. If you want a journal and you need one now, would you just raise your hands and the ushers are going to bring one to you? I know that some of you journaling is not your thing. So we're going to talk about some different ways to do some journaling, to try and engage those of you who are creative and stuff. Each week we'll talk a little bit about journaling, okay? So you're going to need that. So ushers keep working. If you need one, kids, I see some kids raising their hands. That's fine. Give some to kids too. Let them journal. Our sermon series will be in Ecclesiastes. This is a book that will meet us in our real life and really challenge a lot of our assumptions. We'll do more on that in just a little bit. And then on some of the Sundays, we'll be taking communion. I think one of the beautiful things about this is if you were to read Acts chapter 2, you will see that this is what they did. They gathered together. They committed to the reading of Scriptures the teaching from the apostles, the breaking of bread, communion, and prayer. We're going to be doing this over the next few weeks. And I hope that the missing music will also create a longing in you that when we get to Easter Sunday and we celebrate all of this and then we throw all the music back in, it will just be something that the Holy Spirit uses to enhance to deepen, to uh, increase your exuberance and your joy as we celebrate the resurrected Lord. Does this sound okay? You with me? We're going to go on this retreat together? I think it's going to be exciting. I'm glad that you are here. So let me give you one little teaching about journaling today. Why journaling? I learned this, as a, many of you know, my previous occupation, I was a, a therapist. And one thing that I learned as I studied is that there is something between the connection between all the stuff that goes on up in our brains and getting it out on paper and seeing it outside of ourselves. So one of the reasons why we will encourage you to journal is that our brains tend to, one, distract us. Can I get an amen? You came in here and your brains are, are a million different places. And you're probably already thinking about work tomorrow. And so there's something about writing down what you feel God is showing you in Scripture that helps kind of push that distracted brain off to the side and get it down on paper so you can remember it. The other thing, I, I learned this when, um, when I was working particularly with clients that were depressed or anxious, that if I could get them to spend some time when those anxious thoughts and, and depressed thoughts came up, to write it outside of themselves. That there was something about that that the brain would calm down. That it would not make those chemicals that cause you to be depressed or anxious quite as much. You see, your brain in those capacities can be like a two-year-old. If you've ever had a two-year-old who wants your attention, they start off by saying, 
hey, uh, my, when Jackson was two, he would say, da. And if I was engaged in a, in a sport or reading or something like that, and I didn't give him my immediate attention, they do what? They repeat it a little bit louder. <laughs> and a little bit louder. <laughs> and a little bit louder until he would grab my face and push my face towards his face to be able to tell me exactly what he needed to do. Your brains do the same thing. When you're not getting a message, it repeats it over and over, stronger and stronger, until it absolutely gets your attention. If it's depression or anxiety, that can be a panic attack or a severe depression. When it comes to Scripture and what God wants to show you and tell you, there is something about moving that thought, that thing that's happening inside of you, onto paper outside of you, that allows you to know you have gotten the message. And you have it and you can read it. So this is why we're going to encourage you to journal, to write some things down. So in just a moment, we're going to have our first reading. After that, you will see a slide on the screen that says, listening for God and journaling. While the scripture is being read, I'm going to encourage you to get your Bible out. However you get your Bible, whether it's in book form or whether it's on an app, I want you to have that so you can read along as Paul's going to do the first reading and he'll, he'll be reading that. You read along with him. When a word or a phrase jumps out at you, like, wow, I, maybe it's just curiosity. Maybe it's something that brings up a feeling in you. I want you to underline that in your Bible or write it in your journal, that phrase or that word. And then when it's time for our listening exercise, your only question is asking God, why did you cause this to jump off the page at me? And then just start writing. Just journal a little bit. If nothing comes up, it's okay. You're not failing. Okay? We're going to take some time to do this today. So grab your Bible. If you're not familiar with the Bible, I want you to know right at the beginning there is an index. Or there's a table of contents. I'm sorry, a table of contents. You can look there and find the reference and it'll tell you what page and you begin there. Okay? So it's okay to use that. It's okay to use that. We're here to practice and to learn. So alright, are we ready? I hope so. All right, Paul, would you come and read? And you can turn in your Bibles to Genesis. Genesis chapter 2. 